It's December 12th, 2023. And 12 months ago, I took a chance on myself and launched my own podcast, the Online Creator Podcast, as a visibility tool in my business. Here's the thing. I have no issues helping other clients, my clients, launch their podcast, but forever I put mine on hold on the back burner because there were so many excuses. I didn't have the time to focus on my own content. I needed to show up for my clients before I showed up for myself. Who's going to want to listen to me anyways? What am I going to be able to share? Am I going to be able to show up consistently? All the things and more that I help my clients work through. Finally, at the end of November in 2022, I just decided to drop all the baggage and let myself have fun on a platform that I love. And before you knew it, a year has gone by. I am recording number 60 on the podcast today, and I could not be more proud of myself and the accomplishments that I have managed to make. So welcome to episode 60 of the Online Creator Podcast. I am so glad you have taken the time to show up today. I cannot wait to get into what I have learned this past year about podcasting as a business entrepreneur, a business owner, entrepreneur, all the things, wearing all the hats. And yeah, let's get into the episode because I think it'll be a good one. Hey there, it's Kim. Expect to hear some mini episodes sprinkled into the mix. I want to bring you along and show you behind the scenes and some insights of what I'm working on, tools and resources that are helping me and that could potentially help you. My hope is that it brings you the encouragement to take action quickly. Take a listen and let me know what you think. To start off, if you were to ask me what my favorite thing about podcasting was, it's probably the fact that I get to show up without having to worry about all the things. Like, it's just so easy to show up for my podcast. I also have really encouraged, when I work with clients, we always build in a strategy call. So that has been something that I have been um, working on in my own business as well, is really making sure that is the podcast doing what I need it to do in this season of business. So the first question that I have asked all of my guests throughout you know, this past year, I've opened up every conversation with how have you leveraged your voice to better your business and your brand? And it's been such an interesting conversation because so many people have so many hangups about leveraging their voice. And it's always been a bit of a journey of where they found it and, you know, how they are using it now in their business. And I'm really going to be leaning in in this next year with how, you know, what platform have you use in your business to leverage your voice because it's not only podcasting. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that you need to be able to show up. And I've said this over and over and over. You need to have a marketing strategy that allows you to show up consistently in your business. Your business is your personal brand. Unless you have an agency, it's still going to be your brand in some capacity. So you need to find a platform that you show up for that you enjoy showing up for that brings excitement and joy. And podcasting for me, this is why I've leaned into it so heavily 
podcasting is it for me. And for the over 50 guests that I had on the podcast this year, when I opened up the conversation with that, and we got into how they have marketed their business and and what they've used and tools they've used and strategies they've used, speaking is just so easy to do when it's about something that you enjoy. So yeah, it's been a journey this past year. It's been so much fun. But that's probably my number one thing that I've taken away is that it's easy for me to show up for. And as long as it aligns with my marketing strategy for the season, it makes sense. One of my first guests that I had on the show was Jordan Gill from System Save Me. I'm sure a lot of you know who she is. She's amazing. I was so excited to have her on the show. And I actually was thrilled to meet her in person at her in-person event this past September in Dallas. It was amazing. And I I should actually do another solo, short solo show on all the learnings from that as well. But one of the things I asked her was, how have you used podcasting? And she's used it in so many different ways, whether it's private feeds or public feeds, all the different ways. She's like so good at experimenting. And that's why we're entrepreneurs. We're experimenters. We are constantly evolving and changing. And she honestly was taking a break at that point in her podcast journey. She said, you know, for the first year, it was all about learning and growing and, and building her network and increasing her visibility, using podcasting as a tool to reach out and bring more people into her world. And then she just needed to take a break. I think she had done it for, oh, I would have to look back a year and a half. She took a break. She dabbled in some private feeds to bring people into her world, whether they were through lead magnets or other avenues. And now she has relaunched as a sponsor with HubSpot, I believe. So she's breathed new life into her podcast again, uh, showing up differently this way. And I think it's so cool because whatever platform you choose again, it's exhausting, right? There's a lot of energy that you put into it and you really have to be committed. And if you are a team of one or a team of three or four, that makes a difference in how you show up and which platform you choose as well. I've had a few different guests over the past year that have used different strategies and it's exciting, but it's also scary, right? Because you you have no idea what all goes into it. So let's pull the curtain back a little bit about that's what today's show is all about. What else I have learned in podcasting over the past year? There are six major learnings that I took from this past year in podcasting. I mentioned the first one, easy to show up for. These are in no particular order, by the way, but easy to show up for for podcasting for sure. The second one I'm going to talk about a little bit more is the marketing piece. And I I touched on this a little bit on how Jordan was uh, using her podcast as a tool uh, in her business strategy. And that's probably like the number one thing that I highly recommend is really sitting down and thinking, how are you going to implement this in the season of business you're in? And we know that businesses ebb and flow. There's going to be busier seasons. There's going to be, you know, seasons that are a little lighter. Usually that happens in the summer and sometimes in the fall. It really depends on where things are at um, economically and where things are at with your own business and what you're promoting. But I really want you to sit back and think about what offers are you going to be talking about? What programs, new programs or offers are you promoting? Are you going to be promoting some digital products that are coming out? What does that look like throughout your year? And really 
tap into which platform is going to help you elevate that information and promote it to others that you really want to bring into your world. So if podcasting is a marketing tool that you want to use, you don't have to use it every week through every month of the year. You can use it seasonally throughout the year. You can plan a season around a launch, for an example. And that is how a lot of my clients have used podcasting. And and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that because I'm going to go back to what I said. Podcasting, just like any other platform, is a lot of work. It depends on how you want to use it in your business and who is on your team. Are you recording this as rough as possible? Do you want the sound quality to be amazing? Do you want it to be polished? Do you want it to be more off the cuff? It really depends on your style and how you want to be known in the industry. And that's how your podcast can reflect who you are and what your brand is all about. So there's so many opportunities with it, but I want you to think and be thoughtful about how you want to promote this and how you want to start something. Whether it's YouTube videos, whether it's blogging, whether it's podcasting, you have to pick a platform and then you have to be invested in it. But investing in it can look different. And I'm going to get into that at the end after I've gone through all my six learnings about a new offer that I have uh, come up with that has been an opportunity in a way for clients to be able to use a podcast in their business, but show up in a different way. So that it's reducing some of the barriers, I guess, to get into the world of podcasting. That's what I'm going to say about it right now. We'll get into it later. So marketing for myself personally, it has allowed me to show up consistently in my business week after week after week. It has allowed me to promote platforms that I love and use. It has allowed me to Uh, talk about my offers and, you know, some client wins and ways that you can use audio in your world. And it allows people to get to know who Kim is behind me and James Co. And at the end of the day, that's what I really want. I want that human connection piece. I want people to tap in and use audio in a way that is creative and fun. I want people to use podcasting or audio, whether it's private feeds or public feeds, in their business that really showcases who they are. I want to hear more stories, more women voices. I want there to be more consistency in businesses that start in podcasting to keep showing up. And if you use podcasting right, you can use it to help you market and grow your personal brand and your business. And it is so amazing, so much fun. Number two, marketing. Love it. Number three, the guests that I have been able to connect with on the show. I just recorded a podcast last week with one of my amazing clients. And she is an entrepreneur, a serial entrepreneur, has been in the business space for many years. And she just started using podcasting in her business. And I asked her specifically, I can't wait for that. That's going to come out in season two. But I can't wait for you to hear this conversation because she's just an amazing human and knows so many amazing people in her world. And I asked her why podcasting. She's done so many other things in her business. Why podcasting? And she honestly said, it's just how I feel too, that it allows her the opportunity to have conversations with people that are extremely busy. We're all busy. But some of these people were like A-list celebrities and they had the time to sit for an hour, most of them, 
45 minutes to an hour and have like a cup of coffee in their kitchen with her. And some of the conversations, all of the conversations were amazing. And she just, you could just see her light up because she was like, some of these people I haven't had the opportunity to connect with in a long, long, long time. And some of them I may not have been able to connect with in this way if I didn't have my podcast. So it just created ways for her to network and continue those relationships in a really unique way. And that's how I look at podcasting as well. It's, again, for me, the people I've had on my podcast over this past year, some of them, you know, they were connections from other people that I had looked at and or we had been in the same world, whether it was through a mentorship or whether it was through a course and we connected that way or whether it was like an in-person event. And I saw something in them that I knew would bring um, some joy or some learnings to to you, I hope. It's just been an amazing opportunity to really connect on a human level with people I not might not necessarily have been able to connect with. The learnings too, because all of these, if you have a guest formatted podcast, whoever you bring on is a representative re- representation of who you are in business as well. So you want to be aligned and have the same, you know, values and in, in some capacity. And I can honestly say that the 50 plus people I had on the podcast this past year are amazing in their own right. They're super talented. They're savvy. They're intelligent. They're just, it's so fun to see people light up and talk about what brings joy into their world and, you know, how they work with clients, how they represent themselves. And I am just so forever grateful that I took the chance and opportunity to bet on myself with this podcast this year because it has allowed me so much opportunities in having all these guests on the show. So number three, for sure, absolutely one of my favorites is having the guests on and learning from them and growing with them and creating opportunities as well. So number four, let's get into monetary reasons. What I've learned from the podcast over this year. Now, I looking at it at, from a client's view, when you hire me or hire another podcast producer or strategist, uh, podcast manager, whatever their hat is going to be in your world, there is a cost to it. It's just like if you have somebody producing your YouTube videos, there's going to be a cost to it. If you hire a copywriter to help write out some of the content, um, so you have consistent blogs in your uh, business as a marketing strategy, there's going to be a cost to it. So looking at it from my own standpoint in my own business, I have actually edited my own podcast right now because I am a team of two right now. So I've just taken that on. I'm not sure what that's going to look like moving forward. I definitely would like to hand it off to someone else in my business. But for now, I love the whole producing piece because I like listening back to the conversation. And if you have someone that's editing and producing, they have to really be invested in what you're talking about to do a really good job. And I can honestly say the clients that I have on as retainers have all been clients that I want to continue working with because of that point. I am not going to listen to a 45-minute to 60-minute podcast interview if I'm not invested and interested in learning and growing with them as well. So having someone that's really invested and, you know, doing a good job of producing your podcast, there is a cost to it for sure. 
But if you have someone good on your team, it can really make a difference because I'm going to say there are so many opportunities in the podcasting world as far as monetary reasons. Number one, affiliate opportunities. So looking at that from sharing your own programs and offers on every show, starting from episode number one, or whether it's showing or referencing or talking about platforms that I use or products that I use in my business. So whether it's the Sure microphone that I absolutely love, um, whether it's Descript, my fave platform that I use for video and audio producing, whether it's my favorite hosting platform like Hello Audio. So if anybody, and I mean, I obviously state that in my show notes, but if anybody clicks on it to be able to join up for Hello Audio or Descript or purchase my microphone, there is some uh, monetary a kickback that comes back to me right now. It's something that I'm building on, but it's absolutely something that has supplemented my revenue throughout the year. The other thing is growth through my networking and my referral program. Now, my referral network is probably the best um, way that I have brought my dream clients into my world. And having 50 plus guests on the podcast has created an opportunity to connect with others that have like-minded clients that we can support and help each other. So for example, copywriting is not my strong suit, but if I had a copywriter on the show that we really connected and I love her offers and her programs, you know, I would absolutely refer my clients to them and vice versa. Uh, So that has been huge this past year. The other thing is collaborations. And I talked about the importance and value of having those 50 people in your room, in your atmosphere for those 60 minutes or 40 minutes or 30 minutes, being able to connect and keep that connection alive throughout the year has been amazing because this online space is lonely. So having those other like-minded souls out there has been a game changer for my business this year and has really created other opportunities like guesting or speaking in memberships that I never would have had the opportunity to do. So that has been huge. Now, as far as number five, personal growth, this probably should have been number one. Honestly, I might not be the best at showing up for video, but I can absolutely have a conversation with just about anyone. I would say my personality is somewhat introverted. I try to have a sense of calm when I talk to people, but it has offered me the opportunity to... I guess, break out of my own shell a little bit and, you know, reflect back on how much my speaking and interviewing skills have grown this past year. When I talk to clients and they first start out, there's a couple things that are kind of triggers why people stop and maybe put a break on recording their own voice. It's exactly that, hearing their own voice. They have to get used to that sound and grow into it. And I have definitely done that with myself. The first few episodes were not the best. And I'm still growing and learning. Having guests on and interviewing them and having that skill set is massive. I can't even explain how good it is for you to build that skill, to listen well, to be able to provide feedback in a way to carry on the conversation without leading it There's so many benefits that have come that aren't, they're more qualitative than quantitative in my podcasting journey this year. And I would say for me, that has been like the biggest thing. 
And also understanding that your journey can look so different for everyone. And mine might just take me in different avenues that I never even thought were possible, like more speaking opportunities. It's not something that I have been personally um, the best at, you know, standing out in front of an audience, but honestly, being able to be behind the mic and grow and learn as a speaker has really increased that confidence in myself. And I love it. And I can't wait to keep growing that muscle. So number six, last and certainly not least, is the ROI of my podcast. So for many clients, they get hung up on number of downloads. And every podcast manager, producer looks at things differently. So I definitely want you to consider all the avenues of what the ROI is for you and your for your own podcast, for your business journey. But for me, I look at downloads in different ways. So I look at downloads for topics, for example. So in the month of January, I'm actually going to highlight some of the and do some reruns of some of the most downloaded episodes that I've had on the podcast this past year. I'm probably going to do that throughout the month of January because some of them are like hidden gems that I just need to talk about and revisit a little bit more. And I might add a little intro um, to the ones that I'm going to repeat because they are so, so good. And I just, I feel like tapping into seeing what people are really listening to is something that you absolutely need to consider and, and look at as a business owner. You need to see what your ideal listener is actually and your ideal client is actually wanting to learn more about and create more content around that. So I'm going to absolutely do some reflecting of which podcasts were really leaned into and then grow from there. The other ranking that is super cool is where you're sitting on the charts. And I really need to do a better job of screen um, shotting when that happens, because you basically get like a, I'm signed up with Chartable and you get like a an email once a week when your podcast is published and uh, sent out into the world. And you get to see where you're ranking. And now it really depends on category. And I'm not going to get into this in this conversation, but I've really played with the categories over the year. And it's been fun to see where I have kind of peaked in the ranking throughout the world. And there's been some um, highlights for sure. I've definitely broken uh, top 100 and top 200 in marketing and education categories in podcasting in the US, New Zealand, and Sweden. And I think there was another country that was surprising. Uh, I'm not sure if it was Australia, but anyways, it's super cool. I mean, where else in the world are you going to do something in a business that allows you the opportunity to reach people in New Zealand and Sweden? And I mean, I'm from Canada, so anywhere outside of Canada, I mean, in Canada is amazing, but outside of Canada, that is huge. So if you have the opportunity to bring value to your ideal listeners in some capacity, in some way, shape or form for 2024, you really need to consider how podcasting, whether it's private podcasts or public podcasts, could enhance what you're doing in business and grow your visibility and uh, be part of your marketing plan because it's a pretty amazing tool. So again, there's so many different ways of the return of investment. And like I said, there's the qualitative and quantitative ways. They all have been huge learnings for me in 2023. And I am forever uh, thankful and grateful for the guests that I had on the show the learnings that I learned about my personal growth and my business growth. 
I am so excited to share all the different ways that you can work with me and James Co. in the new year. I'm going to just wrap up the conversation with, I hope that you take a chance on yourself this new year in trying and playing with a platform that brings you joy in some capacity, because that's the platform that will help you reach that new level in business. So whatever platform you choose, give it a chance, give it an opportunity, give it more than six weeks, give yourself a chance to breathe, to grow, hire someone to, you know, outsource some of the work so that it doesn't feel so overwhelming, but also do it in a way that you are able to budget it within your business plan throughout the year so that it makes sense so that you're getting the ROI that you want and need to see. And that is at the end of the day, what is so, so important. We are running businesses. We need to make sure that they're making sense, whatever platform we use. So that's my biggest takeaways of those six. I hope this brought some kind of, you know, thoughts and excitement into your world as far as your business for 2024. If you want to work with me and James Co. in some capacity, I do have limited spots for the audio library, audio content library. It is a new way of working with us in the podcasting realm. I'm really excited about it. I have a couple of clients that have signed up right now, and it is a monthly subscription model, which allows you to show up consistently with your podcast throughout the year. It's a 12-month commitment. And if that is too much, there is different ways to work with us. I can work with you in a kind of sprint capacity as well. And that's the audio piece. The other piece that I'm super excited about that we're bringing in in 2024 is a web design and development. And I cannot wait to kick that off. I have a junior designer on the team as of now, and I'm so excited to introduce you to him in the new year. And I'm just excited because I also think that as entrepreneurs, we kind of hold ourselves back for so many things. I held myself back from podcasting for like two years, at least, if not longer. And now that I've ventured into this avenue, I, I am absolutely exploring all the other opportunities with it. But I actually started out learning and growing in uh, website design. And I held myself back because I didn't go to a traditional school for that. I learned audio and podcasting with my permanent position that I did for many years, kind of started dabbling in that. And so I just kind of thought that that's what I needed to do. And I just needed to stick in that lane. But I know as a multi-passionate entrepreneur, I'm leaning into that this new year. And I'm so excited to bring that opportunity for clients. I've seen so many podcast clients that are not really sure or clear on where to drive traffic with their podcast and to what, you know, where on their website and all the good things. So I'm offering uh, three new ways to work with me and James Co. in the new year. And that's either through strategy calls. So that's one-on-one -on -one capacity, whether that's, you know, a strategy call or more of a retainer opportunity. The other way to work with us is through audio that isn't going away. And I mentioned that already. And the third way is web design and development. And we are going to be tapping into Show It websites. That is the uh, platform that I so enjoy and love. You can be so creative in it. And I can't wait to bring this 
new value add to the clients that I've worked with and to the new clients that I'm hoping to bring on board in 2024. So with that said, I'm going to close up the podcast for today. I, again, am so excited that this is 60th episode of the Online Creator Podcast. It's amazing how you can grow and learn and adapt at any stage of the game. I'm excited to hear what you are doing in as far as your marketing plan for 2024. Take care and talk soon. I hope this was helpful and that you were able to take away something that you can put into action this week. Please share with your business bestie that needs to hear this message too. And share over on Instagram and tag me at me and James Co. I would love to repost and share as well. Until next time.